Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Educator Podcast, the show that brings you live educational professional development each and every Sunday at 7 o'clock. All of our archives can be found at the techeducatorpodcast.com, and we are so glad that you have been able to make it tonight. We have a great show for you. Today, we're going to be talking all about ISTE, ISTE 2013, that's going to be happening very soon in San Antonio, Texas. 20,000 educators all under one roof, and we hope to see you there. We're certainly going to be doing some great broadcasting and talking to a lot of the great vendors. We have a great show for you today. We have guests Sarah Hunter and keynote speaker Adam Bellow on the show. But first, I want to introduce our two co-hosts, Mr. Jeff Herb and John Samuelson. John, how are you, and what's going on on the Techlandia Network? I'm, I'm really good. Um, we had a great show last night with the fabulous one, Aaron Klein, and people are Really, uh, we're getting a lot of positive feedback from that, and next week we're moving on, and um, I'm dubbing him Sir Kyle Pace will be our guest for next week, and then I'm really hoping that at some point during the show I can weasel Adam into coming on to Techlandia as well. I didn't do that. I didn't do that off the air, but I can do it now on the air. So we're ho- we're looking. Sure, we got Adam in our sights right now. So. But yeah, we've been having fun, and we're, we're really looking forward to having interviews with more great people. Nice, nice. And uh, I want to bring on Jeff Herb. Jeff, how are you today? Doing great, Jeff. Good to be here. How are things on the uh, Instructional Tech Talk? Uh, doing very well. This week will mark the second episode of our Summer Professional Development Series that we're going to be doing, where we're going to be featuring you know, just some stuff to think about and some stuff to learn as we go through the summer. I know it's, uh, you know, it's nice to be out of school, and it's nice to not have to think about coming up with new lessons daily, but it's also good to kind of give yourself some, just some time to think about some new things that you can start doing in your classrooms next year and uh, actually have the time to be able to do it. So that's what the Summer PD series is focused on. we got the second one coming out this week. And also just been getting some great feedback about our little side project that uh, both Jeff and John have been a part of, the learnontwitter.com, which is a site that's uh, been put together to help get educators signed up and active on Twitter. Uh, just another plug for that, just because it gives a nice step-by-step tutorial on how to actually get signed up, and then a good way for people to understand what some of the functionality is behind Twitter and know how to interact and get involved with some great educators on there as well. Nice. So just some exciting stuff going on. And how are those weekly challenges? How did that ever work out? Oh, it's going well. Uh, I've been putting together another one, a supplemental one. We did Evernote is the most recent one. And uh, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on that. People wanting a little bit more uh, in-depth on some of the def- different features of Evernote. So that'll be, it'll be a part two weekly challenge for um, Evernote coming up in the next week here. Nice. And our also our other co-host, Sam Patterson, he will be here shortly. He's actually uh, attending a graduation ceremony. And uh, there's a lot of great things happening this week in the teacher cast world. I want to show off a few things here before we really get moving here. One of those is our brand new, let me see if I can pull it up here, our brand new TeacherCast mobile app. We made an announcement the other day on the EduView show that we are actually going to be going Apple, iPhone, iPad, and Android starting uh, very, very soon. We actually just put the, uh, the binary into Apple to get updated here. So this is the first time that we're actually going to have a fully functional iPhone 5, iOS 6, iOS 7, um, and Android app. It is going to be amazing. We can do full push notifications. You can use this for broadcasting. We, of course, have all the great TeacherCast resources here. And uh, just a lot of stuff here. I want to show you a couple really, really neat things. The first of being which is appearances. People keep saying, where can we find TeacherCast? And uh, 
right here we have a great looking Google map and when we bring this down into Texas you will see right here we are going to be at ISTE. You can see the little ISTE logo right there. So lots of great stuff happening from TeacherCast. And uh, maybe next week we'll show off our brand new iBook that we've got coming out. So lots of good stuff there. But let's talk a little bit about the Tech Educator Podcast. We are a weekly show that can be seen every single Sunday at 7 o'clock right here on TeacherCast.tv. And I'm showing you right now our brand new website, TechEducatorPodcast.com. We have all of our great episodes along with our video and audio feeds. And of course, you can find all of our back channels here and follow along with it. One of the big things that we want to ask you guys to do when you come over to the TechEducatorPodcast.com is check out our iTunes feed. We just got onto iTunes about two weeks ago or so, and I've already noticed that we are listed under the new and noteworthy theme. Uh, and so please check us out. We right now have all 16 of our audio shows up there, and we would love it if you would subscribe to us. But not only that, would you please leave us a great review and a, and a nice rating for us. It helps us out when we're new here. Jeff and John, I noticed that the Techlandia and the uh, Instructional Tech Talk are also in New and Noteworthy this week. Yeah, right. that's funny. We're not really new or noteworthy. Well, I think you're, I think <laughs> you're noteworthy. <laughs> Sorry, that iTunes better get their act together. Yeah, right. I'll take the publicity, though. That's fine. Nice. <laughs> they can think what they want. <laughs> well, tonight we're talking all about ISTE. We have two amazing guests coming up, and I'd like to introduce Miss Sarah Hunter. Sarah, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me tonight. Doing well. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a STEM teacher and coach in Indiana. Um, I get the privilege of working with 380 kids a week during the school year and doing all kinds of really fun inquiry-based hands-on STEM projects. And then I um, also coach teachers in my building with integrating technology, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm thrilled to be coming back to ISTE. It'll be my second conference. And um, I'm honored to be an emerging leader this year. So I'm really active in the YEN network, the Young Educators Network, and really excited just to grow my PLN some more, meet so many great people that I've you know, met through Twitter and other networking avenues this year, um, but get to meet them face-to-face -face at ISTE and just continue the, the learning and the journey that I started last year. Nice. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming here, and we look forward to hearing all about the Young Educators Network, ISTE, and all those great emerging leaders that you've been talking about. We have one more guest today, and he's not just any other guest. He is one of the keynote speakers at ISTE this year. And not only the, the – I'm going to make him blush here. He is also the founder of two amazing EdTech uh, corporations, EduTecker and EduClipper, the one and only. John, we, we, can we get the drum roll here? Oh, I don't even have my sound effects <laughs> oh, up here. Oh, John, the one, the only, the Sorry. great – Adam Bello. Adam, how are Yay. you? Hey, hey. Oh, I'm good. Wow, with that intro, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm really glad to be here with you guys. And, uh, you know, it's exciting to talk about my uh, my favorite time of the year. In, in this particular year, it's one of my most stressful times of the year. But, uh, no, I'm, re I'm really psyched to be here. And, and congratulations on the award. I think that's really – that's huge for you, and I think that's a huge honor. And, uh, Jeff, congratulations on the new app. It looks very, very cool. I'm excited to check that out. Thank you so much. Uh, tell the audience, for those who might not know a little bit about Adam Bello, who are you and, uh, and what have you been doing recently, Adam? <laughs> uh, I'm just twiddling my thumbs. No, I, uh, I am a former teacher uh, about 10 years ago, got an education, was a high school English teacher for five years, taught as a uh, 
worked as a technology training specialist for a school district for three years, was a tech director for 18 schools in the Northeast for a couple of years uh, through the college board, which is a long story for another podcast. Um, and last year I left my job to start Edgeclipper, which is a new tool that launched about mm, three weeks ago now, which is a uh, curation tool and platform for teachers and students to share content and explore content online. And uh, we're going to be making some cool ways for students to do digital portfolios uh, in the near future. Very, very nice. Good luck with that. I mean, three weeks. Thanks. It, it really, really is a nice platform. I've seen a lot of blog posts written about it, and uh, I, I, I think it's fantastic. I know I'm, I'm, I'm certainly going to be uh, seeing some good things coming out of EduClipper here in the next few weeks, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's very exciting. So by a show of hands, how many of you guys are going to ISTE this year? Nice, nice. Now, John, is this your first ISTE? This is my fifth in a row. Nice. What makes you go back to ISTE constantly? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm obsessed with it. No, I don't know. Um, you know, the first the first one I went to actually was San Antonio um, in the cycle five years ago. And um, it was funny because I had a great uh, technology person at my school, Janice Friesen. And she said, hey, I'm going to put in this, this – um, submission do you want to present at this conference and i thought okay sure sure whatever and then i remember going down there and seeing how huge the hall was that we were about to present in and i thought what I, it was too late to back out at that point then <laughs> and um and so i i kind of looked around and i i was uh the teacher that i was with didn't really want to stay down there so i had to come back with him because we were so close to san antonio and um I felt like I was cheated a lot because I kept looking at the program and I thought, gosh, this is, I didn't know anything about this conference, but this is where I needed to be. And, um, so then I made sure that I wrote, uh, the funding in for my booster club. And then I traveled and we drove all the way from Austin to Washington DC the next year. And I went to as many as I could. So I went with my, my two kids and then my baby at the time that's now four years old and uh we drove all the way to washington dc just so i could go with my family and then we made it kind of a family trip thing then we went to denver and then we went to and then philadelphia is where i broke off from them and said i i gotta fly but um it's it's funny how each year now it's changed for me to this year i feel kind of like a a young jeff bradbury or semi-young jeff bradbury where um i feel like i'm really booked up already and i don't know how many sessions i'm going to get to because i'm just going to be kind of meeting people and things like that but there you go there's my summary i, lo I, I love isti i would miss it jeff what about you first time first time isti Yes, so on the inverse of John, the seasoned veteran of ISTE here, apparently, <laughs> uh, this will be my first one, and so I'm really excited. I don't, you know, based on what everyone's saying, I'm just envisioning this, like, mecca where there's all these, like, searchlights dancing around in the sky, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, but uh, I'm really excited to get down there and just be able to mostly meet all the people that I interact with so much online that I have not actually met face-to-face and to just have those conversations and those dialogues about all the cool stuff that we're able to talk about online, but actually be able to put a face with the name. So uh, that's really what I'm excited about, and obviously learning about so many wonderful things that's going on um, that people will be presenting about as well. Um, but I know, I know that I'm just going to be overwhelmed by being able to see and meet a lot of the people I talk to pretty regularly online. 
awesome. You know, we have a live audience right now, and if you are out there, we're going to be following the Tech Educator hashtag tonight and every week in here at 7 o'clock. So if you have any questions for Adam or for Sarah or for any of us, please feel free. Uh, there's some people asking about the, the broadcast feed being a little up and down. I'm working on that right now. But uh, Sarah, why don't you talk to us a little bit about ISTE? What is it? Why is it so important? And what makes 25,000 educators and vendors all collaborate in one weekend? <laughs> okay, so how I explain this to people is it's like it's like the one place where everybody speaks the same language. You know, when you're during the school year, you're in your building and you know, you're working with teachers and it, whether you're working with teachers or you're a classroom teacher, um, you know, interacting with your students, it, it's a di- it's a different feel. You know, I, I think everybody comes from a different background, a different environment. But when I got to ISTE last year to the conference, I was like, oh, my gosh, everybody gets it. Everybody speaks the same language. And we all can just geek out together over the <laughs> things that we are so passionate about. And, uh, it, you know, kind of in some ways, it feels like coming home. Like, yes, this is it. So, and I think that that feeling is really what brings, I think, that, I think that's part of what brings people back. Um, but then there's, uh, when you search the program, it's, it's just, it gets really exciting. You start to build your schedule and there are so many sessions. I think on Tuesday afternoon, I'm booked like 14 deep in one time slot. And so clearly I'm going to have to do some serious discrimination there. Um, that'd be a great lesson, you know, share with your students at some point in time. How are you going to pick the one that you're going to get the most out of? Um, but I, I think to be in a place where there are in one hour out of that conference, there are 14 different resources that I could learn immensely from. That's tremendous. I mean, it is the ultimate ed tech conference, hands down. The networking that goes on is extraordinary. I grew my PLN so much last year, forged some friendships that turned into collaborations, you know, met people to just that have improved me as an educator um, tremendously this year. So, um, you know, it, ISTE itself is the resource, uh, you know, the, the main resource and organization for educational technology. And so to be able to come together with the thousands of people that contribute to the organization year round is just such a wonderful opportunity, really incredible opportunity. Adam, That's what good. makes you go back every year? Um, I mean, I think I, I would hate to say ditto, but uh, <laughs> it, re- it really, you know, it's funny. I've been thinking about that, and I, and I actually talk about this a little bit. Is like, it, you know, ISTE has become glue, right? It's it's become this this you know, as you said, a mecca. It's really the thing that we all go to, you know, to like just go and explore and be with each other, despite the fact that we have things like Google Hangout and despite the fact that we have Twitter and other you know ways to communicate and and build our networks. And I think that that really is for me. That's a huge part of it is that face to face meeting and also the face to face continuation of friendships. Um, it is honestly amazing. Um, you know, I, I really I just love being with those people that are passionate about the same things that I am. And, you know, like you said, everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid. They're all talking the same language. You know, you'd be like, oh, my God, you know, look what I got my iPhone to do. And people are like, oh, my God. Whereas, you know, most of the people I talk to are like, you're really obsessed with this stuff, you know. <laughs> um, and and I think it's, you know, I think it's about people. You know, I think it really is about people. Mm-hmm. For me, it's also about seeing what's going on in classrooms that I can't get into. You know, all of us, I'm not, I'm not in the classroom anymore, but I think like for all of us, even though when I was in the classroom, 
I wasn't able to do everything. Either certain things were prohibitive in terms of the culture of the building or things were just I didn't have the expertise. So this year, I'm personally, I'm more excited to, to kind of see what other teachers are doing with stuff like, you know, how do you use Minecraft in the classroom? Like, I get it. I've played it. I, I've read articles. I, you know, like, I totally get it. But I want to see a teacher hopefully have some kids there also. Like, talk about using the maker movement and all these things that are becoming the next shift and the next wave. Or, I don't know if they're really that new, but but the new version of them. Like, for me, that's exciting to kind of see the evolution and really experience it in the eyes of, of all other teachers and, and students. I think the student showcase is definitely one of those things you have to see um, for sure. So, I have an ISTE confession. I remember when I went to Philadelphia a couple years back and I saw Adam in the um, Bloggers Cafe. I kept going, Look, there's Adam Bellow. <laughs> like that. And I never said anything to you because I was scared. But oh, come I, did, on. I, did keep, I did keep going. I was like, Wow, look at all these people. Wait, Adam Bellow's thing right there. It was in the Philadelphia one. In the little, they had kind of a weird Bloggers Cafe at the Philadelphia one. I thought it was, yeah, it was like of, a couple of different it, ones, right? Right. I think it was the one that was just right before you left the building, basically. It was the one right at the end. I remember being at that ending part, but I kept, see, I kept seeing you. And then I was with my boss. Uh, it wasn't my boss at the time, Mr. Hooker, Carl Hooker, and I kept going. He's like, he's like, there's, there's Adam again. He's like, there's your boy, and I'm like, I, I know, love, I yeah, Carl's awesome. Yeah, honestly, I like, you really should. <laughs> I know I should have. I was wimpy then. Oh please, no, no, honestly, and that's the other thing is like, first of all, there's no such thing as like this edge of celebrity. Like there are, I mean, well, let me let me rephrase that. There are very few people that put on airs about being quote unquote, you know, like like a big deal all of us do great stuff and you're only as great as the last thing you did. So to be honest with you, like there's so many people there that just haven't been discovered yet. And for me, I really take great pride in finding those people and talking with those people. So if you are intimidated by saying like, Oh, I don't want to talk to anyone because they're blank. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. The reality is that those connections are more valuable than anyone's persona. So I can't speak for everyone, but I will speak very bluntly for myself. Whoa. Hey there. That was loud. Um, if uh, if you see me and want to say hi, please do because I would love to speak to you know everybody out there, um, and that's what it's about. It's about making those face to face connections. So yeah, same here, same here. You know, Adam, there ditto, is some, there is something about seeing that fifteen by fifteen square start to walk and talk and move around though. That is really cool. Like, I know that <laughs> person from Twitter. That was that was an Ed Chat person. Uh, want to bring on the show our final co host for the night, Mr. Sam Patterson. Sam, how are you today? Is he muted? I'm doing great. Uh, fresh from graduation and trying to be in the quietest corner of Starbucks. We'll see how this works. Good luck with that, my friend. <laughs> so Yeah, I would have been here sooner, but the first Starbucks that my navigator sent me to was actually a grocery store. Should have read the Yelp review. <laughs> nice. So, Sarah, when we <laughs> when you introduced yourself, you had mentioned a couple acronyms like Young Educators Network, the YEN. Talk to us a little bit about that and some of the other groups that people can get involved with if they become members of ISTE. Uh, the Young Educators Network is a really great place to get started. Um, it, technically, it's the uh, 35 and under crowd, um, but we, you know, we welcome educators who are young at heart as well. Um, we have a Facebook page, uh, Facebook group, actually, where there's a lot of sharing that goes on. And um, we've started a hashtag, uh, Epic Yen, Y-E-N, um, for the ISTE conference. And we're really trying to, to use that as a hashtag so that we can bring young educators together through Twitter as well. 
Um, we haven't really had a lot of a, hash, a hashtag presence um, on Twitter, but it's a great place just to, uh, the Facebook group is a um, great opportunity to collaborate with other young educators, um, good opportunity to share resources, to ask questions. Um, I see a lot of educators who are posting questions or thoughts or ideas or hand looking for a resource like this, and it usually, we get a good response from, uh, from members in the group. Um, at, at the conference, we have uh, several events that are going on with the Young Educators Network. We will have a fun booth at the networking fair, which is on Sunday of the conference, uh, just before the keynote. I think it's between three and five is the networking fair. Definitely come out and say hi to us. We'll have crazy green shirts on and probably some kind of props. Um, we're a very enthusiastic group of people. Um, then on Monday evening, we have an event that's going on, and that is, uh, sorry, I'm just double checking my information here. Um, that is from, yeah, 5 to 7 at Lonesome Dove um, on Monday, the 24th. And we'd love to see you there. We had a great, last year at ISTE, we had a great event. We had a lot of people come out, do some Twitteroki. Um, our version of karaoke, and it, you know, it's just this. Those social pieces um, at the conference, I think, are are really important. It's a nice opportunity to have discussions, whether professional or you know, just friendly conversations in a different kind of setting. Um, the other groups that I would encourage people to look into regarding ISTE as an as an organization are the SIGs, the special interest groups. They are growing in numbers. I was really excited to see the SIG Science Group um, start this year, and uh, it's small but mighty. And uh, you know, getting involved with the SIGs is also a really great opportunity. Many of them produce webinars, have chats, um, have resources that they communicate with their members. Um, so that's another good place to look to get involved and kind of build your network, or, or you know, have a network of people to reach out to. What else? Adam, what else am I missing in terms of, of groups within ISTE? I mean, there's there's lots of, obviously, you mentioned the SIGs. There's like too many SIGs to even count. You know, my, I made a mistake <laughs> the first year. The first year I was like, oh, let me sign up. When you do the registration, it's like sign up for any of the SIGs. I signed up for all of them. And I started getting like journals and, you know, you get the first one. You're like, oh, this is exciting. And then every day you're getting like five emails from each of the SIGs. Um, obviously, I love the Young Educator Network. You know, like you, I've been a part of the Yen since its since its first year, actually. Um, so I I truly think that that's a great way to get people not not necessarily to join a PLN as most of us have a PLN, but I think get more uh, you know in, ingrained with what ISTE does, and you know it's more than just the conference. So I think that, that that's important also, like to learn about what you can do during the year. Um, and, and it's just a great organization that's really uh, – and, and there's some big news this year about, like, shifts that the organization's taking um, that I have been sworn to secrecy about and also don't know everything about, so I don't want to speak out of turn. But um, Sunday night's keynote, I think they're revealing a whole bunch of stuff that I think is really important for us all to make ISTE more than just a four-day event that we, you know, look forward to for months. That's true. That's true. Oh, Jeff's still trying to get his feed – He's trying to get the feed in order. I was going to ask, um, how familiar are you guys now with like um, the hack education? I know that it's the first year that it's going mm -hmm. on, and I'll be down there then. Mm -hmm. um, so, how, do you are you aware of any of the changes? Because I've been to it before when it was EduBloggerCon, you know, a few years back. So now it's switched to hack education. Do you guys know how that came about, or um, it's kind of like a little pre-conference, right? Yeah, it's the pre-conference. I think um, you know, I don't, I don't know the full story here. What I do know 
is, you know, I've, I've same experience as you. I've always gone to Edge of BloggerCon, um, and I love that. You know, I love that like EdCamp esque feeling mm-hmm. of of you know, PD as you need it. Um, you know, Audrey Waters is phenomenal, and I love Steve Hargadon. I think what he's done for this community, you know, um, sometimes an unsung hero in some ways. Uh, I think that that he's just done amazing work. And I think that having Audrey as the co-chair or chair of the event this year with him is phenomenal because, you know, if you haven't read Hack Education, I would imagine all of you guys are readers of Hack Education. Um, I love Audrey. Um, Someone said the other day, it's like, she doesn't like, I was talking to someone who runs it, he's CEO of another web tool. And he's like, oh, how did you get like a nice review? And I got a better, I'm like, I I don't know. Like, she's (laughs) awesome. She's blunt. And I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I landed on the right side of that. But the reality is, is like, her, her writing is some of the sharpest, not just in visceral, but like sharp in terms of astute about education technology. And also um, she writes a lot of stuff about higher ed as well. I mean, I think it's great that we're going to have that. And I think it goes to the point of what I was talking about before with Minecraft and some other more like hands-on things. I'm hoping that it will be more of a hackathon in terms of, you know, you want to have a perfect app, go build one. Like maybe it'll be more like a startup weekend or more like, a, you know, an event where we actually get to do some hands-on stuff, which would be really cool. For yeah, those who are going to be going to ISTE for the first time, what kind of things would you suggest? Do we pack for everything? Do we bring a laptop? Do we bring an iPad? Do you just walk around the convention floor and meet people? Sarah, what do you suggest? Well, I, you know, in some ways, I think I have a little bit of a different philosophy than some others. I hear a lot of people writing about, you know, pack light, wear your comfy shoes. I say, you know, it's really up to you and what you're comfortable with. Um, I'm bringing my laptop, my iPad, my iPhone. My laptop will probably stay in my hotel room for most of the time. I'll definitely have my iPad and my iPhone out and chargers. Make sure you have your chargers. <laughs> and if you can carry a power strip with you, you will make friends that way. Um, it's a great, great way to make friends, free charging station. Um, Absolutely. you know, wear, wear shoes that you can handle walking around and that you can be in for 12, 14, 16, 18 hours, because there are some days where you don't go back to your hotel room until, <laughs> you know, you're ready to fall in bed at, you know, midnight or whenever you get back. Um, it is that, you know, it's that kind of environment. Um, definitely go through the conference planner, uh, go through the program, add to your, build your conference planner, have a backup, have a backup for your backup. Um, if they are um, free ticketed sessions, register now. Uh, they will be filling if they're not already full. And, you know, if, and some of them you can wait in line. I, there were a couple I went to last year where, you know, it was only the, there, maybe one or two people got in, a handful of people got in. So definitely have that backup plan. Um, Make uh, make sure that you spend time in the playgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a new STEM educator this year, and so when I went to the conference last year, I spent you know a good hour and a half walking around the STEM playground, and it was amazing. There were a lot of kids, um, students that were showcased showcasing their different projects. And it was really exciting to have an opportunity to talk with them about what they were doing, what they were interested in, what they were learning. Um, the student showcase as well was another great opportunity. And I found a lot of value in the poster stations as well. So I make sure to, you know, find that time to visit the different poster station um, sessions uh, to to meet, you know, meet new people and hear what they have to say. I presented a poster station last year, so I really appreciated the people who spent some time and came by and talked with me. Um, the other session areas I'm really excited about this year, um, this is another Yen event that I would love to talk about. Um, the... We came up with um, kind of a different sort of, 
sorry, I'm trying to bring this up on my computer. Um, we came up with a different kind of session and it's called Iron Chef. So if you do the program search um, for the conference and just search Iron Chef, it's gonna come up. We have a Monday, <clears throat> pardon me, we have a Monday um, session that is from 10.30 to 12. And come alone or bring friends, and it's going to be kind of Iron Chef theme, where we'll have different uh, tech tools and some parameters set out, and it's a race. It's grab what you can and then design something amazing from what you have. And then on Wednesday, which is from 10.15 to 11.15, we have kind of an Ignite-style presentation format for these different teams to share what they've come up with. So it's really exciting to have this sort of um, you know, creation project-based opportunity during the conference. We really wanted to bring that uh, to the conference. And this was the kind of the brainchild from um, several of the emerging leaders last year. So it's exciting to see it come to, to come to fruition. So if you are not able to be on a team and participate in creating, we hope that you will come and join us for the Wednesday session and hear the different teams present what they've come up with. That sounds awesome. <laughs> you know, one of the Can things I just say that sounds awesome. I think it's going to be really exciting. That's a great idea. That's a great and idea. It is open to everyone. It is not specifically for young educators. So please, in, you know, let people know, spread the word. We would love to have, you know, whoever wants to be involved to be involved. The one other session plug I'm going to make is come to Ignite Session 3. <laughs> and you can see me. Oh, okay. <laughs> And, and when, it, when is that? You got to do the full plug. Yeah, when, is when, is the, okay. when are the Ignite, Ignite sessions? Ignite session three, Tuesday at three forty-five. Um, I am. Uh, I have the opportunity. I'm really honored to have the opportunity to present cultivating curiosity, which is the story of STEM at my school. So it's really exciting. And Ignite, the Ignite sessions are so cool. There's such a fun format, and it's really fun to just you know hear ideas really fast. You, the presenters have twenty slides and five minutes to talk about it and the slides auto advance every 15 seconds. So I've been practicing to see how fast I can talk. No, 20, wait, 20 <laughs> slides, isn't that called uh, Adam Bellow does that in a minute. He can do that in a yeah. minute, so. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know that they were doing sessions? more than one Ignite session. I didn't know that they were breaking it up. So that's there there's all sorts of different ones. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll have to look I think yeah, actually, in the past, the, the pre-conference event with Mario Armstrong uh, I believe this year is Ignite Sessions, if I'm not mistaken. Is that is that true, Sarah? Or yes. I... yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, that's like the first round of Ignite Sessions. Then I think there's a, a session group on Monday. I'm going to double check that right now for you. Okay, Sarah, do you know if the SD Unplugged sessions are running this year? I haven't seen anything yet for that. I am they, not they sure. Are, they are. I saw oh, that yeah. on the site, but it's not. Um, it's not. You can't register it for it yet. It's yeah. It's last year's stuff up there, but I, I from what I read on the. The email that got sent out last week, it says right. that they are available and running. Okay. Mm -hmm. Adam, you're going to be at yes, ISTE this year, and I believe I'm gonna try. <laughs> you're, you're, you said you're going to be in front of an 80-foot screen. Is that true? I think that, yeah, they said that the screen is 80 feet wide and 20 feet high. So wow. the reason I make slides is because no one wants to see this <laughs> in those dimensions, just letting you know. Not even my mother. Um, no, I mean, it's yeah, it'll be a fun experience. And could you talk to us a little bit about what we're going to hear from you this year? Sure. So, um, drum roll, yeah, please, I mean, John. No, no, no. It's it's. Um, I basically wanted to make the keynote.
personal. So there's some stories in there. There's a story about when I first started teaching. There's a story about a student that I had a very special relationship with. There's um, a very, very brief story of, of how I got into what I do. You know, how I, you know, I, I the story, like how I created Edge Attacker and why. Um, very, very briefly. But um, I have to say, like, the, the main message of the keynote is going to be focusing on how we can continue to impact the great change that we want to see. Um, it's, you know, it's the closing keynote, so it's not the one that pokes holes in all of the problems that we have. And, you know, ISTE particularly said to me, you know, we want it to be very rah-rah and pro-us, and I like that. I mean, I'm very much, you know, a part of this community, and I really believe in what we do. So I'll be sharing a couple of examples from people's schools. Um, I I will be experiencing the conference a little, you know, hopefully in a very interesting way. I, I pick up my Google Glasses next week. Mm. So I'll be awesome. taking footage throughout the conference and actually creating some sort of montage segments that allow us to kind of reflect on the last three days. Um, and there's a lot of slides. There's a lot of slides. There's... <laughs> It's, there's, I will, I will tell you this: that there's a deck that I have on my computer that has about 400 slides that were not making the final cut. So at one point, the deck was was in the 800 number, which was disgusting. Um, but anyway, so, it, but, but I've been working on this literally since I think they told me in February. Yeah, February. Oh, wow. So I've been working on this for months. It, look, it's it's just 45 minutes or an hour or whatever. It's a talk. It's not anything. I don't want it to be hyped up because the reality is like I, I don't know if it will be great. What I want people to get out of it is the fact that it's going to be something for us. You know, I think of it in my head as the keynote for the people, and I want people – no, seriously. Like, I, I want people the, to walk out feeling good it. about themselves. You're doing the people's keynote. That's great. I, I really am. I mean, uh, the, look, there's, there's some inside jokes. Like there's a lot of – there's actually a lot of inside jokes that our community, many people will get because they're socially connected and some people won't. But I go for the people that I think, you know, I, I, I'm trying to do something different there. Um, That'd be great. Yeah, you're putting, yeah. You're putting a bow on the conference, basically. You're, ta- you're going, here it is. It was great. I, that's a, I think that's a, good, that's a good message to send out, you know? I, yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's challenging. I, I got to be honest. Like, it's definitely, like, obviously, I know there's a lot of people there and it's a big deal. Like, it's definitely like my bucket list item. Um, but I, I think that, um, you know, I really want to inspire people to continue doing good work that they're doing. I think that that's another thing. Like I was just reading a blog post actually. Um, there was a blog post, you know, and these posts come out all the time. It was, it's along the themes that we were talking about a moment ago where people, it's called ordinary people and it's, uh, on projects by Jen. Mm -hmm. Have you guys read that? Oh yeah. I saw it today too. Yeah. And, and. I, I want people to, you know, like that's that's the problem is our community is so large that we don't know all the great stuff everyone's doing. So I'm highlighting some stuff from people that, that a lot of people will not have read about or seen or something like that. Um, Adam, we have some questions coming in here about your keynote. Sure. Will you be unveiling the new iPhone 6? I don't think I will. I was uh, There is some Steve Jobs humor in there, but there's no iPhone unveil. I will not be live demoing any of my own stuff. Nothing about the new um, MacBook Pro Retina display or anything like that? If, if the MacBook Air Retina comes out, I will uh, I will be bringing that. Um, <laughs> but but I won't be unveiling it there. They don't, they don't pay me enough to do that, right? Um, yeah, no, I, but obviously, like, it's funny because you look at Apple, you look at all these other people that do keynotes in that, like, business way, and 
you know, it's certainly an inspiration. Uh, I won't be doing any of that. There are a lot of jokes. There's yeah. a lot of pictures of my kids. It's a good thing they're cute because I would feel bad. <laughs> if I had ugly kids, I would feel bad because, you know, a screen that size deserves cute pictures of people's children. And uh, I showed it to my wife. She's like, is this like a family slideshow or is this like the ISTE thing? I'm like, oh, no, it all fits. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that that's the that's the story. Nice. You know, as far as spending time around San Antonio, John, what do you suggest? Are there great things to see around San Antonio that you might suggest? Well, I have to say, in San Diego, my favorite thing was the rooftop bar at the uh, to see at the uh, at the many rooftop bars in San Diego. I don't know <laughs> of too many in San Antonio, though. But I will say that the Riverwalk, if you go down on the Riverwalk, it is kind of like Texas's version of Mardi Gras. So <laughs> I have a feeling that. If you go down to the Riverwalk, if you're if you're just kind of looking for trouble, go down to the Riverwalk and just kind of meander for a second, and you'll find the party that's going on somewhere. But uh, yeah, the Riverwalk is very nice. In all honesty, um, being serious, it's it's beautiful. You can take a boat ride down it, and uh, it's right it's right next to the convention center. So um, I think that that's the you're right to, in the convention center. You're right in the heart of San Antonio. So there should be a lot of uh, cool things going on. But cool will not be the operative word you'll be thinking when you're down there because it will be hot. So that's something to prepare for. Hot and humid. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's everyone's favorite. Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> um, I have to say, just going along the lines of the keynote very quickly, I was going to ask – I wanted to ask people um, what their favorite keynote was. I, I think that my favorite keynote – from the ISTE conferences I've been to is I, I really liked, and I didn't expect to like it going into it was I liked Malcolm Gladwell in Washington, DC. Yep. I thought that was a real, I thought that was a real home run because he came in and just kind of said, I'm not an educator. There's nothing I could tell you about technology, but then he told you about failure. And I, I was, that one just resonated for me. I'm like, yes, we need to fail more. We need to fail. But um, I was wondering if there's any other ones that stuck out. You liked, the, you liked Malcolm, Adam? I, I love that one with the spaghetti sauce, and he talked about uh, you know, 10,000 hours of practice. I mean, he really hit a lot of things in there. I really thought that was great. Um, I mean, personally, I, I loved Chris Lehman's, the closing keynote in oh, I 2011. Oh, I didn't I think he, you know, he hit a home run, and I think even better than him, which, which you know, doesn't, doesn't get much better than him. I think he really speaks – just from a very passionate and real place, uh, he had his students open up with a poetry slam, which was out of this world amazing. You know, kids that were talking about the injustices in their own education system and the things that they felt passionate about—that um, was incredible to me. So, you know, I, I think that, that was one of the best. Um, you know, the ten minutes that uh, that Ken Robinson gave last year by himself—I thought was fantastic. That was the awesome. That he, the fact that he mentioned Edgebros and uh, made a reference to that was phenomenal. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think they've been very hit or miss. I mean, I think the keynotes are, you know, it's hard when you have people come in and I, and I do keynotes, but the problem is, is like when you go to do keynotes at, at schools where you know nothing about the school and you talk about the fact that like, oh, let everyone have their own BYOD and whatever. And the school has a policy for a certain reason, or, you know, maybe that's not a good example, but there's always reasons why I think, you know, so I think knowing the community better gives you obviously the advantage. Being an educator gives you the advantage. I think Jane McGonigal is going to be phenomenal. Um, yeah. And I think Stephen's going to be great too. I mean they, they both come from very, very interesting ideologies. Uh, everything is very – even though it's not ed tech, it's very relatable to ed tech. So you know, obviously one of them is networking uh, and the other one's games. So obviously mm -hmm. you know, ed, video games. So 
both fit the theme enough. Um, and I'm excited. I'm also excited that it's a female keynote. I think that that's nice to see. We don't see that often enough. And in a, you know, in a, <laughs> a field that's dominated by predominantly by women, it's, it's rare to actually see a, key, a female keynote. Now, but, uh, yeah, sorry. ISTE's officially closing down on Wednesday. Do you find a lot of people stick around on Thursday to hang out, see the scenes? Are, are there things to do on that, on that Thursday of ISTE? Sleep. Good call. <laughs> yeah, to decompress. Decompress, really. That's why I like to stay that extra day. Just like to decompress and try and start to process some things with people if they're, if they're, they're still around. But uh, unfortunately, I think a lot of people do leave on Wednesday, Wednesday night kind of thing. But I like to stay the extra day and decompress a little bit. Now, uh, Adam, we do have a, uh, a, you know, again, this is an interactive show. We're here live every single Sunday at 7 o'clock. And, of course, we're here on the Tech Educator hashtag. And, uh, Adam, as the ISTE keynote here, would you mind taking some more questions from guest members? Um, Occasionally, we do have some people video chat in here with us. Sure, sure. That's fine. All right. We have a, a guest here. I believe this is from California. I would like to introduce Waka to the program. Waka, how are you today? Hi, hi there. I'm really excited to be here. It's uh, it's a beautiful day here in California. We're broadcasting live from the sidewalk in Campbell. Hello, people hi. walking by. I, I follow Waka on Twitter. Now, by the way. now, Adam, I, I want you to understand who you're talking to. Waka has actually interviewed twice George Kuros. So he's not afraid. I, I'm, a, I'm the spokes puppet for Patui, and I interview all of the keynote speakers that we interact with, 100% of them so far. Well, 200 with you. Wow. Hey. He's excellent at math. Can you introduce me to Caitlin Tucker? We'll talk later. <laughs> um, Waka, did you have a question for Adam? I, I, I know recently you just did an intro keynote for George Kuros. Are you going to be doing an intro keynote for Adam this year? Um, it's it's quite possible if he's doing the closing because we're not getting there till Wednesday, but we should be there at like I don't know twelve thirty in the morning Wednesday morning, which is about the time I had to get there to do the intro keynote. You got to break into the the conference center and and you know record everything before the janitors find you. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, did, well, I would really love that. <laughs> did, did you have any questions for for Adam here? Well. Um, I think I think the biggest question is what recommendation would he give to an educator just getting started with tech? Because a lot of the educators I meet say, oh, that's so overwhelming and you must all be experts. What, what do you tell them? That's, a, that's actually a good question. Uh, know, coming, from, coming from Waka, I mean, hey. Uh, no, I think, I think honestly it's a big thing. And you will feel, despite your level of aptitude and ability, you will feel – overwhelmed by Wednesday. You'll probably feel overwhelmed by Sunday or Saturday. Um, your brain... I mean, I'm honestly, overwhelmed already. Yeah, oh, please, me, trust me, me too. Um, but, you know, especially there's a lot of sessions on tools and apps and things, you know, like gadgets and gizmos, and I think that that's fine. But, you know, hell, I'm, I'm doing one. But I, I think that the key is to do, and I say this in my sessions, you do one thing and one thing at a time and you then evaluate what it is, if it worked, how to do it better, or just chuck it. Because the reality is, is whatever you're implementing can be done in a different way. Uh, if it's technology, there's always better technology or different technology that you could try to do the same thing. And I think that uh, to not be overwhelmed is really, really important. You're never going to be an expert overnight. Uh, none of us, and you know, obviously we're, we're 
people that are that are seasoned educators and and doing this for a while it wasn't overnight i didn't wake up one morning and be like oh, i know about 2000 different web tools and i could tell you all about that doesn't happen you know you work hard at it and taking That's it one weird, step at a time like, is good like my ignorance bam overnight i woke up and i was just like Oh, I don't know anything. Crud. <laughs> I have that feeling more often than not, especially after ISTE, some of those late nights, those EdTech karaoke's. It's, uh, let me tell you, it's a shame that that's the night before the keynote. But uh, Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Adam, speaking of, speaking of the keynote, will you be taking questions from during the keynote? I mean, let's say you're doing your, your slideshow and you happen to see an orange puppet in the middle of the audience. Would you accept questions at that moment? Oh, only from Orange Puppets, though, because they have the best questions. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you can just actually tweet me, and I will be doing a live hangout from the stage via my glasses, so we could do all sorts of ways to interact and ask questions. Uh-oh, what, what's with all this? What's with? I, I can't believe that you won't be talking to Red Puppets. We're going we're gonna to have to talk about this, Adam, because Red Puppets, Red Puppets have voices, too. They, they sure uh, do. So, sorry about that. Oh no! We've opened up the whole puppet cast system thing going on now. Again, puppet, puppet prejudice—it's—it's it's wrong. The puppet proletariat will soon be uniting. <laughs> is Jeff? Is this a new puppet cast? Is this a new podcast for you? Uh, this is something that I, I never thought would uh, be brought to you by Teacher Cast, but uh, apparently, um, it's a recurring problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an ongoing issue. We look forward to Waka being put in Twitter jail every single Tuesday at 8 o'clock Eastern. <laughs> that's not me. That's some other puppet, I swear. <laughs> well, nice. thanks, Waka. Um, if Thank you. you. If it you was are... great talking to you. And Wednesday, we'll chat. Sounds good. <laughs> Well, well, thank you, Waka, and uh, Adam, thank you so much for uh, dealing with a hijacked podcast. If you are out there watching and following the Tech Educator hashtag and have a question for Adam, please let us know. You can certainly tweet us here at Tech Ed Show, or uh, you can can follow us here on the Tech Educator hashtag and ask Adam or Sarah any questions. Um, Adam, you've been doing keynotes and presentations for a while. Is this your first uh, puppet attack? You know, I had a puppet attack in 2011. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Yes, this is definitely a first for me. So uh, thank you, Waka. This was definitely uh, – yes, uh, d- that's a first. I've had some other interesting things happen to me over the, <laughs> the last couple of years, but that definitely is the first puppet. I, I believe we're looking to see the first puppet shot from a Google Glass at, during your keynote, by the way. Sold. Ooh, there Done. we go. History we, we, will well, be made. I mean, Google did. They entered it by jumping out of a, of a plane. So I don't know. They might have gotten puppets along the way. We'll see. <laughs> Jeff, what are you looking forward to this year? What 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 presentations? What what sessions? What are you looking forward to? Oh, that's a tough question. I am still trying to parse through all the incredible you know sessions and information that's going to be presented. Um, you know, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning, my biggest excitement is to be able to just meet people. And I know Jeff, you have a nice organized you know, calendared list of all the people that you're going to be talking with and interviewing and uh, being able to spend time with. And I'm just really looking forward to those opportunities where you're walking down a hallway and you run into someone that you definitely recognize from Twitter and you're able to have this ad hoc conversation with them about something that either you learned or discussed uh, in a session that you've just come out of. So, you know, while the sessions are something that will be awesome, I'm just really looking forward to being able to talk about some of the stuff that we'll be seeing uh, with all the people that are there. 
it'll be that's, good. Hey, yeah, Jeff, I remember the ICE conference when we started the Google Doc for attend all sessions? Do you think we could do that for ISTE? Google may explode. <laughs> <laughs> that might this that that might be one where you can't do the old attend all sessions at ISTE, but we, we can try. Find, we may find the limit on what a Google Doc can handle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was a really great thing that uh, John. You know, immediately we got to the ICE conference did an attend all sessions where we just tweeted out the link to an open Google doc and everyone took notes on all the sessions that were, that they were going to so that we had you know, one document with all the different sessions represented. And that was so cool to be able to come back with so many different notes from so many different things. I'm not entirely sure that ice or ISTE can, <laughs> can actually handle the, uh, attend all sessions though <laughs> i don't know I, adam you and i are both uh, google educators can we put twenty thousand in one google doc at a time Twenty thousand? sure why not it's google <laughs> it's google i mean look if there's 51 million new websites a year i'm sure google could handle twenty thousand people at once nice, nice all right let's do it so we have a lot of good things looking forward to isti's getting kicked off of course officially on uh is it the 25th third i believe it is but i know our sessions are starting on the 22nd and uh you know again if you have any questions please use the tech educator hashtag and find us at tech ed show on twitter um adam what are you looking forward to in the next few weeks as you relax i'm sure getting getting ready for isti what are some of the things that we have in the future for edu clipper uh, Edge of Clippers, you know, it's interesting. I just, uh, Joyce Valenza just wrote a really nice piece in School Library Journal about it. Um, I'm really excited. We're actually releasing a feature that helps differentiate instruction. So basically, teachers can create groups and then create, uh, they can create classes as they already can. But now they'll be able to create subgroups and be able to differentiate amongst the different kids in their class and then send them uh, resources that meet their specific needs. So, you know, I'm trying to combat the, the issue of people teaching towards the middle. You know, just because you give it out digitally, it's not the same thing as, uh, you know, as giving out a worksheet and say, go to these eight websites. I'd rather be able to tailor that to the specific kids' needs. So working on that, working on some other stuff, inviting people via social on EduClipper. Uh, I'll be sharing all the links and resources from my sessions through EduClipper this year, which is kind of exciting to have built the tool in which you share your stuff with. Um, and, you know, just really getting excited to reconnect with, with old friends, meet a lot of new friends. And, you know, this keynote thing is... Uh, the, the, I have clocked it in the last four months or three three months. It's it's over four hundred hours that I've put in, so it's a little. Oh my gosh! It's a little insane. Oh like I've been working literally the last Saturday and Sundays, fourteen hour days. Like, it's crazy. That's awesome. But it's awesome. I mean, once in a lifetime thing. I'm really excited. And, and, we're, and we're looking to forward to seeing your keynote blossom this year. As there, one was last year. Oh. And, you know, what, I'm actually I'm, I'm really looking forward to my wife being there. As well. My wife has never seen me uh, – well, she's seen me speak, obviously, but uh, that would be weird. Uh, but she's never seen me do anything like this, so it's uh, it'll be her first time experiencing that. And I was like, you really should go to this one. It's a lot of people, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, nice. So cool. it'll be fun. Sarah, talk to us a little bit about where we can find you and uh, how we can get a hold of the uh, Young Educators Network. <laughs> Um, well, I think I'm uh, ISTE's Young Educators Network Social Butterfly, so you'll find me all around. Um, great place to find us is at the networking fair on Sunday. Um, even if you're there by yourself, come over, introduce yourselves. There's also a newcomer's booth, and uh, we're friendly people. We don't bite often. Um, you know, we'd, we'd love to meet you and uh, you know, just welcome you to the conference. Um, and I will definitely be at Hack Education on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to that event. Um, but just, you know, get out there, be friendly, introduce yourself and uh, say hi. I think we're all there to network, connect, have those face-to-face -face conversations. Some of those are the best learning that occurs at the conference. Nice. 
John, how about yourself? What can we find this week with the uh, Techlandia crew? All right, so uh, I think that um, we're moving over to the um, EdReach Network starting about this week sometime, and our debut podcast will be Sir Kyle Pace on Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, and we're also going to tape one just final show uh, just before we get moved over on Wednesday. Just to, But this one will be our first regular show in many weeks because we've had Tony Vincent, Wes Fryer, George Kuros, Aaron Klein, so uh, it'll just be us. So I don't think anybody will probably listen to it, but that's okay. <laughs> we we like we amuse ourselves, Kurt, uh, Allison, and I. So we'll be there. And I do want to say that if you are attending ISTE, and maybe I, I'll probably have my hair cut, so I won't be wearing this horrible baseball hat. But please come up and talk and introduce yourself. I would love to meet as many new people as I could while I'm there. Nice. And uh, Sam, how about yourself? Uh, this week on Patui, we're uh, piggybacking off of actually the Techlandia cast yesterday. Aaron Klein was on talking about augmented reality, and uh, we've grabbed onto that, and we've got uh, Drew. I, I like him so much, I've forgotten his name. Oh, Drew Minock. Um, Drew Minock. Uh, Tech Minock is going to be co-moderating with us. Nice. And we've already been working on putting that show together, so we're excited about that. Um, that's Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and we'll be running that one from Las Vegas. So if you're in the Vegas area, I'm going to be there for, like, the next month doing a project with the Dawson School there. So tweet at me, and we'll do a meetup. Nice. And uh, what's happening this week on Instructional Tech Talk? Uh, Jeff, we just got another of our summer professional development series coming out this week, another weekly challenge. And we're going to be continuing to refine the learnontwitter.com website, which is pretty exciting. And uh, shout out to Techlandia. I didn't realize you guys were moving over to EdReach. That's awesome. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And I, I need to help you. We need to talk more so we can I can help you more with the Learn on Twitter. Yeah, that's For awesome. Sure. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's what's going on. It's a little bit more of a casual pace uh, over the summer here at Instructional Tech Talk while I try and recover from the end of a crazy Jeff's, year. Jeff's trying to get married is what he's trying yeah, to do. That's also coming up. So Really? Uh, just, a few, just a few things going on. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. Are you going to live tweet that? Yeah, I'm just going to set <laughs> I, up a I was going to ask if you wanted the, the broadcasting back. booth to come out there. Yeah, we'll have a teacher cast broadcast. Hashtag Herb Wedding. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, do you need a, a a puppet of ceremonies there? Oh, yeah. That's, we get walk out there to do the actual ceremony. That would be nice. Edgy Felon's available, I've heard. <laughs> awesome. I, I, don't have a certif- I don't have a certificate for him, but from what I understand, you can get an officiant certificate online in a matter of moments. So. You can. <laughs> yeah, that's, that'd be pretty crazy. You might need if, arms, though. If all of these and, things and, happen, there may not be a wedding. So, <laughs> <laughs> if any of them happen, there may not be a wedding. Nice. Uh, well, so, yeah, it'll be exciting. One more time, I want to certainly ask everybody to check out our brand new website, TechEducatorPodcast.com. And, of course, click on all the links to not only subscribe to us on iTunes, but also to share us with your friends. We have a great and uh, great and wonderful time here every single Sunday night at 7 o'clock. And uh, we certainly wish that you guys would uh, come back next week. And uh, if you are going to ISTE again, check us out and uh, let us know what you are. Come up and say hello. Certainly go up and say hi to Adam. And uh, if you see Walker running around, just simply run away. Run away, you, exactly. You never know. <laughs> so... Don't listen to John. He's afraid of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, my friends, that wraps up another episode of the Tech Educator Podcast. All archives for tonight can be found at techeducatorpodcast.com forward slash 17. We hope you have a moment to stop by and check out all the great stuff happening over at the Tech Educator Podcasting Network. I want to thank again Sarah Hunter and Adam Bello for coming on and sharing their great experiences with ISTE. And of course, we hope to see you this year at ISTE 2013 in San Antonio. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Please join us next time for another episode of the Tech Educator Podcast. Keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. Thanks so much and enjoy your summer.